Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And welcome to it. Uh, great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Some really uh, disturbing trends are happening right now. In addition, of course, to the socialism wave that's sweeping, I guess, at least the youth in this country. There also seems to be some screwball movement to lower the voting age to mm-hmm. 16. U.S. Rep. Uh, Ayanna Presley is pushing to lower the federal voting age. We've seen this in some municipalities, some local elections, a few states. Now, uh, it's being proposed on a federal level, 18 to 16. She made the proposal as her first amendment since winning election last year. She said young people across the country are taking the lead on key issues from gun violence to climate change. Yeah, and uh, they shouldn't be because they don't know what they're talking about. She said that under her amendment, people as young as 16 could vote to elect members of Congress and the president. In a Wednesday press release, uh, Presley said she believes those who will inherit the country should have a say in electing those who represent them. Mm, no, they shouldn't. No, they really shouldn't. She noted that in some states like Massachusetts, 16 and 17-year-olds can pre-register to vote anyway. And uh, she offered her, her proposal as an amendment to a Democratic-backed bill aimed in part at expanding voting, voting rights. Yeah. That's, yeah. Hmm. This was a part of that uh, HR1 <clears throat> that passed the House. Jeez. Uh, the For the People Act. It's crazy. It and is that just. Was one of the things buried in there. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. So it's already gotten past the House uh, where McConnell said it's not getting. It's not I getting would hope to the not. Nice try. Gosh. It, we, we should be considering raising it to 35. Yeah. Not lowering it to 16. Yeah, this is the For the People Act was the same thing that not only recommended um, lowering the voting age to 16, but also allowing states uh, to allow um, illegal aliens to vote if they wanted to. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's good times in America, 2019. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good times. Yeah. Really good times. So, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy Tuesday. Can you imagine? We'll have 100 AOCs in Congress, if that happens. Uh, uh, 200 AOCs in Congress, if that happens. Uh, 16-year-olds don't know what they're talking about. They don't... I mean, the 29-year-old in Congress doesn't know what she's talking about. She has no idea what any of these issues uh, are really all about. And now, uh, of course, at South by Southwest, she was a big hit at uh, the festival this year. <laughs> And it just, it wasn't just for her attacks on capitalism or calling Ronald Reagan a racist. She was also, um, you know, made a big deal about climate change. And I love the fact that as she, as she drove in to lecture everybody on climate change and the Green New Deal, she arrived in a gigantic gas guzzling SUV. Well, she's living life. She's living life. That's exactly right. To quote her. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not how you live life. If you believe, as you apparently do, then don't you take some steps? If you're the one who believes it, isn't it your responsibility to cut back on your own stupid lifestyle? Yeah, whatever happened to think globally, act, act locally. locally. 
you set the example. You set the standard for how people should live, and then we all follow suit, in theory. The hypocrisy is just so hard to hard to take. Mm. I, I, I mean, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be taking uh, planes anywhere. You shouldn't be t- driving in gas-guzzling SUVs. I mean, why aren't you, why aren't you taking small uh, little vehicles, electric vehicles? Why aren't you taking a train across the country? Why? Uh, it's uh, it's ridiculous. Y- you don't believe it if you're not if you're not acting as you're preaching. Well, she believes in it for us, you know, it's for just, the little people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the people who aren't but she's in her important. position. She's really important. Yeah, I know. Oh, she thinks she is too. She uh, absolutely believes herself to be amazingly important. And uh, she showed, I think, how important she was <laughs> at South by Southwest with those brilliant speeches. <laughs> oh, you went through this one. <laughs> uh, Grabian, Grabian News put together a little something. The highlights. Uh, highlights yeah, some of the highlights speech. of her speech. Uh, <laughs> Hi, here it is. Well, I think like you know or whatever like boo like like whatever um you know it's like you know um you know you know um um it's um, like it's like um like whatever you know and like or whatever like just like it's like like it's like this like 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 Well, don't hold back. Tell me how you really feel about incrementalism. <laughs> is like, like for what? You know, like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, things like that. Um, like, like, because we talk about racism so much, uh-huh. we actually aren't talking about race itself. Mm. It's just mm-hmm. like, 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 it's just like, you know, um, mm-hmm. like, like. You know, you know, and and, and, and like, like it's like you know, it's like because mm-hmm. um, you know whatever you know. like you know it's like like about like um, <laughs> it's like you know you know um, in like. my opinion um, you know you know it's just like you know like you know like you know like 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 you know to like and like you know like you know like like it's like it's like um, <laughs> uh, because like like. You know, like, you know, it's like, like, um, you know, um, 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 like, 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 you know, like we are capable of so much than what we're doing right now. Like, and like, like, you know, blah, 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 you know, like, like, you know, like, and I quote, I think, um, um, you know, you know, uh, you know, um, 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 or like whatever, um, like, you know, we should be working the least amount we've ever worked um you know yeah. um you know oh, like like you know mm-hmm. like you know that's what i'm saying let's like have like like you have to like to like <laughs> so great. like you know um um because i was like um, um you know mm-hmm. and you know it, i'm not allowed to say like, that i'm gonna get in a lot of trouble when i go back to work <laughs> you know it's just you know um um this is amazing um, um, um it is amazing. About, like 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 so they're like and uh, <laughs> like actually like be like like you know um, like, and, like, um, you know, <laughs> you know, with like, you know what? Like, what? Okay. Wow. That's, we made it through. Uh, we made it. That was enjoyable all the way through. I, I, I didn't think we'd get through that. Yeah. Two minutes and 25 seconds of, you know, like whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> like that was pretty good. I, I mean, mean, that was like. Gravian did a nice job putting you know, that together. Cause like, like, you know, she says that a lot, you know, like, so 
whatever. Like I mean, what? Like what did she say? I mean, like you know, whatever. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, we could be like making fun of her, but uh, we could. But, but I mean, everybody instead, I would, like has some affectation that they use. Yeah, I would so, like, like to just you know, like whatever her likes. You know, mm-hmm. it's just that she's dangerous. Yeah. And uh, probably the most dangerous valley girl of all time. Yeah, one of your listeners uh, commented yesterday. Uh, it's like the Kim Kardashian of politics, except for it's dangerous yeah. having her there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I would like uh, tend to kind of like agree with that. You know? Sentiment. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fantastic. Uh-huh. It's just that's awesome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. President Trump explained himself um, when he was referring to Tim Cook of the CEO of Apple the other day, and he called him Tim Apple. That wasn't by mistake. Uh-huh. No. So here's the video. You want to play the video here? Mm-hmm. And then he followed up yesterday morning because he can't let it go. So let's, All right. let's, let's recap this video. And we're going to be opening up. Uh, the labor forces because we have to. We have so many companies coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, people like Tim, you're expanding all over and doing things that I really wanted you to do right from the beginning. I used to say, mm-hmm. Tim, you got to start doing it over here, and you really have. I mean, you've really uh, put a big investment in our country. We appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that wasn't by mistake. He didn't call him Tim Apple mm-hmm. by mistake, like he. Like you said, no, no, because then yesterday uh, Marilyn uh, Lockheed uh-huh. was it? That also not a mistake. I'm assuming. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so what's his explanation? So yeah, you know, everyone's been talking about it and giving him a hard time, and so yeah. he he tweeted out there uh, on the screen uh, at a recent roundtable meeting of business uh, business executives, and long after formally introducing Tim Cook of Apple, I quickly referred to Tim plus Apple. <laughs> As Tim Apple, as an easy way to save time and words. <laughs> the fake news was disparagingly all over this, and it became yet another bad Trump story. Oh, jeez. I mean, he can't let anything go. No, because he, he doesn't make mistakes. That's true. Right? I guess. I don't know. Because that... Just admit it. You screwed up. I mean, who cares? Right. Just go with it, Let man. it go. Let it go. Obviously, he screwed up and called him Tim Apple instead of Tim Cook because he was thinking about Apple. It happens. Mm-hmm. It happens. It's not that big a deal. But to him, he's got to lie his way out of it. No, it, it, he was. He probably goes to these, you know, gatherings and stuff like that. Okay, so Tim's on my right. He's <clears throat> Apple. Marilyn <clears throat> is with Lockheed. That way, when I'm referring to Lockheed, I can say Marilyn. You know, and it mm-hmm. comes out as Marilyn Lockheed, Tim Apple. Fine, I got it. Who cares? Just let it go, man. No. 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 No, he, he can't he can't seem to. Uh ICE officers who endorsed President Trump in 2016 now say he's failed to follow through on his get tough promises Uh-oh. saying catch and release of immigrants living illegally in the US is not only still happening but has gone into overdrive. ICE officers say they're being roped into such mundane tasks as opening the doors on vans to release immigrants already caught by Border Patrol agents. That's dragging the officers from their usual duties of nabbing fugitives or scouring local prisons and jails for immigrant criminals who lived illegally in the United States ready to be deported. 
And they say it's all the more ridiculous because Border Patrol agents could fill out the paperwork and open the doors themselves. But the agency's leaders don't want to be part of catch and release. Hundreds of man hours are wasted every day at a time of crisis on the border, according to the uh, leaders of the National Ice Council. So they're upset with the fact that President Trump hasn't stopped this. And you would think he would have. And didn't he say we were going to end catch and release? Well, And we haven't. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like the border. It's, like, it's, it's very much like the wall, uh, which hasn't been built, but thought, it's almost done. I thought we were finishing that up. just finishing that up. Just finishing it up. Right, we're just finishing it up. Because it's in the thing. The money? It's in the thing. The money's, I mean, there's so much money in the thing that it's it's going to be hard uh, to keep the wall from being just really extravagant. Because there was $1.3 billion for a $25 billion wall. And I would, uh, I, I would at this point, mm-hmm. I would settle for a wall without the big, beautiful door on it. So would I, yeah. I would settle for the double fence that they mandated be built in 2006. Where's that? Just build the double fence. That's not billions and billions of dollars. You, you could do that for a lot cheaper than building an actual wall. And the fence is extremely effective. You, you look at what happened it's in San Diego when they built the double fence with the Border Patrol Road in between. It cut, it cut illegal travel in that area 95%. That's all you need. We're, we're trying to make sense, though. Yeah. That, it, don't and don't it's apply a, common sense to this topic. It is a topic that just doesn't make any sense, so you can't make any sense of it. It's like, you know, whatever. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I think we all agree uh, that it's hard to call the United States of America. Well, it just isn't a Christian nation. And Barack Obama told us, whatever we once were, we're no longer a Christian nation. Uh, Some might even say we're an anti-Christian nation. But let's not forget our country was founded on Christian and biblical principles, our justice system, our original educational system. With Easter coming, wouldn't this be a great time to get the Wonder Bible? For somebody you love in your life, I mean, I I listen to the scriptures every morning on my way in, and it this is a fantastic way to go. You just turn this thing on, and uh, you let the Bible be read to you. Comes in the King James version, comes in the New International version. Be a great gift for your kids or your grandkids this Easter. Perfect. Uh, it's got the Old and New Testament. And as I mentioned, those two different versions, King James and New International. Uh, What better gift could you get somebody for Easter than the Wonder Bible? Easy to use. It's portable. It's affordable. You buy one Wonder Bible for $39.99, and you get an optional Wonder Bible, second Wonder Bible, for 50% off with free shipping and handling. If you'd like to order yours, go to wonderbible.com. Or you can call 1-800-558-6993. 1-800-558-6993. Or online at wonderbible.com. That Gray Unleashed. 888 933 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. 
wear fried cornbread footwear tweets. Uh, yep, the people that were eating Tide Pods last year are the same ones the Democrats trust to vote. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's the insanity of this, and everybody knows it. Everybody knows these kids aren't mature enough. They don't have life experience enough. They don't know the issues well enough ah, to vote. Sounds like the perfect Democrat voter. Yeah, it's very true. Uh, Tyler from Misery. This is how the left gets their policies through, by expanding the useful idiot class. Mm-hmm. Obscure reference, Mike? This new voting acts uh, is just another message by the Democrats to get as many uninformed, dependent people to the ballot box as possible. They can guarantee these people will vote for them. There's no doubt about that, and that's why they want the 16-year-olds. They know they're that stupid, that they'll fall for anything, any of the slop the Democrats are feeding them. Uh, Michael Starry? Hey, Pat and Keith, uh, can anyone explain to me why AOC or any other congressional representative is traveling all over the nation? Yeah, I was wondering that myself with this South by South. What are you doing at South by Southwest in Austin, Texas, when you're from the Bronx? What, what are you doing? They should be in D.C. or in their own district representing their constituents. Absolutely. Uh, she's And who paid for that? I don't know, but she's making contacts for 2020. Or she sure is. I mean. mm-hmm. uh, Smallmouth Bass Kurt. Although he changed it a little bit here. Smallmouth Bass Kurtabut? Huh. All right. I don't know. The thing I noticed was the clapping seals so often on an um or like in that clip of AOC. Yeah. They like the likes. <laughs> and Keystone Pig, that AOC montage actually made more sense than any of her actual speeches. Yep. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some tweets we got from uh, those who catch up with us on the podcast uh, from Kara3022. So the government will take the kids away because their parents choose not to vaccinate. But welcome criminals. Yes, illegal aliens are criminals. Oh, you hater. Mm-hmm. With actual cases across the border with open arms because it's the moral thing to do. Yeah. Just let, mm-hmm. let them in. And then the woman who hopped the, the one barrier and took the selfie with the Jaguar and got uh, <laughs> almost devoured by yeah. the Jaguar as a result of it. Speaking of Jaguars, what would happen if a Jaguar gave birth in an oven? Wow. <laughs> That'd be a big oven to start with. Um, uh-huh. uh-huh. That's a big cat. See, a big, big cat, cat uh-huh. can give birth to big kittens in the oven. That's Wait, does still, that make them big biscuits? Still don't make them big biscuits. Oh. No, they don't. Mm, okay. it, it don't do that. Uh, Smirkat tweets, over the weekend, I posted on my Facebook page for perspective about the cost of the Green New Deal. One trillion. One single trillion seconds. Now, this is just a trillion, too. And how much... How much have they estimated? Anywhere from 60 to 100 million for the full Green New Deal. But yes, one, just one trillion, one, one single trillion seconds is equal to 31,689 years. I'm going to trust your math on that. No substantive response from my left leaning friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a trillion. If, if you dig into that deeper, and we have a few times, it's absolutely amazing what a trillion is. How far that is, how long it takes. A trillion seconds or a trillion minutes. Uh, a trillion minutes, I think, takes us back to about the dinosaur age. Wow. I can't remember if that's exactly right, but we should look that up. Uh, I'll look that up and we'll get back and to keep that because it's mind, really interesting. The Green New Deal is a hundred trillion. trillion. It's not even one trillion. It's <laughs> and, and keep this in mind. 
There's not a hundred trillion dollars in the world right now. <laughs> There's sixty trillion dollars in the entire world that's circulating in our monetary system. Sixty trillion. That's it. I mean, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine almost double all the money in the world? <laughs> that's that just seems ridiculous. It seems like you're a four-year-old. <laughs> Uh, can I have all the money in the world to change everything? Uh-huh. Sure, honey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me. How about I give you an ice cream cone instead? Maybe that's what we need to do. Offer AOC an ice cream cone, and let's see if we can make her go home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up for trying anything, man. I'm, I'm willing to try it. <laughs> no. Hey, Alex, how about instead of all the money in the world, or double all the money in the world, let's get you a nice little ice cream cone, okay? Mm. Um, That'd be like... You know, great or whatever. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it, Puddin. Can I have one of those uh, double pops, <laughs> two sticks? Can I have both of those? Whoa, you're yes. pushing your luck, but okay. But okay. Okay. If it'll get you off the all get the out. money in the world, yeah, let's do that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Listen to this. Hmm. President Trump proposed stiff domestic spending cuts and a boost in defense money in fiscal twenty twenty. Uh, are we going to have a budget in 2020? Be still, my beating heart. (laughs) We haven't had a budget since 2009. Don't tease me. Don't tease me, President Uh... Trump. Uh, U.S. President Donald Trump presented to Congress on Monday a budget proposal for fiscal 2020 that contained stiff spending cuts across non-defense federal agencies and a hike in defense money. Okay, here we go. Now, this is... Here we go. This is pretty conservative. It's going to be good. Here we go. It's going to be real good. According to the... (laughs) It made me cough. According to the $4.7 trillion U.S. budget... What? $4.7 trillion. Ah! Wow, that... I mean, that's crazy. I don't like that number, Pat. But he plans to cut domestic spending by 5% over Mm. the next year. Now, when was the last time we cut spending by anything... I don't know, if, not in, certainly not in the last 10 years. Or nearly $30 billion, a $30 billion reduction involving programs on education, healthcare, and environmental protection, among others. Democrats will never go for this. This won't, I was going to say, I this mean, will the not, House has got to pass it too. Will not pass the House. It just won't. And we're going to continue to go on budget resolutions. That's what we're going to do. Who knows? Maybe in perpetuity, the United States never has another budget ever again. Mm, that seems appropriate. The budget blueprint proposes 2.7 trillion spending cuts over the next decade, including 1.9 trillion dollars in cuts to mandatory programs. That's impressive, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they could get this done, that would well, be so, great. So we're going to balance the budget real soon, right? Yeah, if at this rate, mm. we'll be nicely balanced. Okay, so when when in, do we get back into sync here? Uh, 2000, which is good. Wait, are you uh, going to stop at 2000? Uh, no. 2034. So that's just... So we're going to taper things off for 15, 15 years. years from now. Don't worry about it. That's just 15 years from now. <laughs> Look, at this, at the continued spending that we've been doing, we won't be a nation 15 years from now. Thank you. If we don't cut spending now. The budget plan foresees a $1.1 trillion deficit. Wow. This year. 2020 and 2021 and a trillion dollar deficit 
in 2022. Okay. The administration predicts that the United States, though, will return to budget balance okay, in 2034. 2034, right around the corner. Bang! And we're just like that. We're, we're back to, to in the black. And by that time, we'll only be, what, 30 to 35 trillion in debt. That's not that bad. <laughs> that's not. That's just half of all the money in the world. And that's our, uh, that's our debt. Don't even worry about it. Ah, debt means nothing. We just heard that from Larry Kudlow, didn't we? <laughs> yes, we did. Debt is not nearly as important oh. as you might think. What happened to Larry Kudlow? Uh-huh. Well, Donald Trump happened to Larry Kudlow. Yeah. Uh, the White House is calling for this 5% discretionary uh, cut. Kudlow said it would be a tough budget, but reports say it wouldn't balance for at least 15 years. What about the ballooning deficits and debt? Chris Wallace asked. Mm, we got that and video. here's Kudlow's answer. Let's <laughs> look, take a look. I don't think, mm-hmm. I yeah. don't think good right. growth policies uh-huh. have to obsess necessarily, necessarily. Uh, about uh, the budget deficits right, and so right. forth. Look Chris, look, Chris, my view, on. and I believe the view of the administration, yeah. we are going we are. to point a steady glide mm, path sure. towards lower federal spending and federal borrowing as a share of the economy, as a share of GDP. That lowers the burden but, but of the, the deficit debt. increased by an enormous amount in the first few months of, of this fiscal year, I think 70%. We're going to run, I think, about um, 45 to 5% of GDP. That's a very modest number ah. compared even with the recent past. and with sure. our It's going to be close to a trillion dollars. Uh, perhaps so, but the economy <laughs> is $20 trillion. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> this ball game is over. This guy used to be a conservative... Uh, conservatively, a fiscal conservative at least. I don't know where he stood on, you know, social policy, but come on. This is an economist. Ah, yeah, it might be close to a trillion dollars. So what? I mean, the <laughs> okay. only more ridiculous right. thing he could have said was, but look, Chris, by 2034. Well, I'll be dead, so who cares? <laughs> yeah. And you and I, Chris, we're going to be long gone by 2034. Nah, we're going to turn this uh, ship around. It's it. going to take 15 <laughs> years, but uh, we're getting there. It's a 15-year plan, Chris. Every time, this is my theory. I've mentioned it before. Every time somebody starts a sentence with look, they're just about to lie to you. And he started two sentences with look. Look, I don't think, I don't think good growth policies have to obsess necessarily about the budget deficits and so forth. Uh-huh. Look, Chris, my view, and I believe the view of the administration, we're going to point a steady glide path. <laughs> steady glide path. Oh, that's I'm going to use that. Yes, we're going to use steady glide path, steady glide path. a lot uh-huh. towards federal spending and federal bu- I, borrowing as a share of the economy, as a share of the GDP. I kind of want to test your, your look theory here. So if a sentence starts look, with look, they're about to lie to you. They're about to lie to you. So, Pat, look. <laughs> yeah. Jeffy is a svelte man. See? Oh, see, see, what I I mean? see that? Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. look, <laughs> foreigner, they're gonna get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame next time. See, mm-hmm. gosh, dang it, you're right. Look, AOC's not that stupid. Oh, that's see a, what I mean. Ooh, that's a whopper right yeah. there. Yeah, you know, you what know, was, it's gonna be a lie what, what, if it starts with a word. Look, <laughs> what did he say? Steady <laughs> glide path. Uh, I think oh, that was it. Yeah, that's a college rock band name yeah. right there. Uh, we get to a point. Um, we are going to a point. Uh-huh. A steady glide path <laughs> towards lower federal spending. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> a steady glide path. Steady like glide that. path. That's fun. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Look, 
you don't really need a really good realtor who who actually spends full time doing that. Mm-hmm. See, that's a lie. You knew that was a lie. Yep, yep. You do need a realtor who does this full time is committed to selling your home and buying your home. There's a lot of people who are relocating right now because there's a lot of places where they can't afford the taxes anymore or you get a job opportunity and all the jobs are here in Texas. So people are flooding here. And if you're relocating, you need to sell your home and you need to buy a home. You got to do both. And that's where real estate agents I trust.com comes in for you because uh, this is the company that Glenn put together seven years ago. And he's got a team that fully vets these realtors based on their marketing plan, their track record, their commitment level, and what I've told you I love best of all many times, they're fans of the show. Yeah. So you got that in common with them. And that to me, that's really important. I don't want to be driving around town looking at homes with a realtor who thinks AOC is making sense. I don't want that. <laughs> Real estate agents I trust. It's the best way to buy or sell a home in America. Go there and we will introduce you to the best agent in your area. Buy or sell fast and for the right price with realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Mean tweets of Helena tweets. 16-year-olds are responsible enough to vote, but 25-year-olds shouldn't be expected to secure their own health insurance. Thank you. Ain't that the truth. Thank you. By the way, speaking of uh, the mean streets of Helena, uh, did you see that Montana has had, I mean, like record-breaking cold this year? Mm -mm. And certainly that's because of global warming. You know it is. That makes no sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense because temperature is a circle. It's a circle. It gets so hot. Then it flips all the way back around to cold. So, what are you going to do? It's like a, so, it's like a clock. Yeah, it's like a clock. So, like, if absolute zero around. is at midnight, mm-hmm. then eventually it comes back around. Exactly. And then That's it, right. It gets so hot, it then becomes cold. They had, but seriously, from, in some cities, from February 3rd to March 3rd, it didn't get above zero. Is that amazing? They had, uh, uh, they had like, you know, whatever. (laughs) There it is. They had like, like you know, like what? Whatever. Whatever. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) no, but it was, I mean, 30, 40 below zero. And that's like cold, you know, that's, that seems, yeah, it's like, like, you know, cold, you know, so. Chilly. <laughs> Very chilly. Interesting. They, I guess it was some high-pressure system that settled in around uh, Alaska. So while the lower 48 are in this ice box, mm-hmm. Alaska had record warmth. Of course. Just weird, isn't That's it? That's because they shoved it it's all weird. down here and said, you take it. That's right. Mm-hmm. The polar ex- vortex thing. Jerks. From CB, uh, I like, you could like create... <laughs> Like a drinking game, listening to AOC give oh my god, like uh, you know a speech. Like seriously, oh my gosh, you if know you took a drink every time she said the word like oh, you'd be dead. You'd be in a coma. Yeah, at you'd, least you'd be dead. <laughs> uh, from Island Singer One, 
a trillion. If you started a business on the day Jesus was born and okay. lost a million dollars a day from then until now, mm-hmm. you'd still have over 700 years to go to get to a trillion. Okay, then. Oh, that is... That's mind-boggling. At $1 million a day from the time of Christ, until now, you'd still have 700 years? I'm going to let That's amazing. that math stand on its own. Please don't ask me to... Yeah, I'm, we're not going to verify that. Thank you. I'm just going to take your word for it. Cool. Uh, Reverend Dr. Colonel Caleb tweets, uh, does Keith screaming from the other end of the studio count as him talking off mic? My bingo card wants to know. Yeah. And I think yes. I yep. think the answer to that is. Uh, we've marked it off on the official. Yes. We're up to seven squares covered. If you're playing Pat Gray Unleashed Bingo at home, go to Twitter. Go to at Pat Unleashed. It's pinned to the top of his account there. Speaking of spending a million dollars a day for 2,000 years, uh, have you ever heard of the richest man in world history? It was a, He was a king in Mali named Mansa Musa. You ever heard of him? I don't think I ever had. It was right off the tongue. Yeah, Mansa Musa. Yeah, he's actually in uh, one of my kids' history books, and it talks about how wealthy he was, but I didn't realize he ranked... Yeah, number one. Until this article, yeah. ...in the history of the world. Wow. 14th century king of Mali. His fortune was so big that his gifts to other countries crippled their economy. That is fascinating. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? The guy was a little too generous. (laughs) And apparently Molly had all kinds of gold at one point. And so uh, much of the world's gold was discovered in Molly, and it all belonged to him as the ruler. It was all his. And what was his name again? Uh, say it for Mansa me. Musa. Mansa Musa. Hmm. His uh, before brother before thing. him, Mansa Abu Bakar, sure. ruled the empire uh, for a while, about mm, 20, 32 years. Okay. And then he died, and uh, Mansa took over. And he became even wealthier. And he went on a trip to Egypt at one point, And he gave them so much gold because he was just a generous guy that it crippled their economy for the next 10 years. <laughs> it, it caused the, he gave them so much gold, it caused the price of gold in Egypt to plummet and throughout the Middle East. Huh. Wow. You think that, you know, that kind of wealth, he could have bought himself a different name. You would think so. Mansa Musa. Uh, but he was uh, alive from 1280 to 1337, richest man to ever live. Hmm. And get this, Augustus Caesar, so Caesar is number two. <clears throat> he ruled from uh, 63 BC, well, or lived from 63 BC to 1480. Didn't rule all that time, but that's, that was his lifespan. Mm-hmm. They estimate his worth at three and a half trillion pounds, which would be uh, five trillion dollars. I was going to say about five trillion. About five, five, trilli- five trillion dollars. And Mansa Musa was r- richer than this guy. Five <laughs> trillion dollars. I didn't. I didn't think the world had ever experienced a trillionaire, but I guess. I guess we have. Uh, Zhao Zhu, the emperor of Shenzhong of Song in China, had a fortune that's uncalculatable. Uh, Akbar I, emperor of India's Mughal dynasty, uh, his fortune was uncalculatable. 
Andrew Carnegie. Oh, there we go. There's somebody we know and uh, love. Industrialist, American. 285.7 billion pounds. So, uh, 325, 350 billion. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, John D. Rockefeller was next mm-hmm. at roughly 310 billion. Okay. And then Jeffy's right under that? No. 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 Jeffy's down the list a little bit. Okay. A little bit down. Nikolai Romanov, Tsar of Russia, 230 billion pounds. Keep in mind, these are all pounds, which, uh, so it'd be a lot more than this in dollars. Yeah. Mir Osman Ali Khan, Indian royal, 176.6 billion. Then William the Conqueror and Muammar Gaddafi. Whoa. (laughs) Ruler of Libya, 153.6 billion back then. So, wow. It's a lot. I mean, we look at Bezos as if that's just uncalculatable wealth, which is, what is his fortune? $150 billion right now? Sounds about right. Somewhere in that neighborhood. For now. And we've had people much, much richer than that. You imagine the income inequality during Mansa Musa's time? Yeah. So that uh, man was richer than probably the rest of the world combined. Like uh, everybody in the world combined. One guy. Yeah. So, gosh, man, that's the richest 1%, right? Uh, so we got Jeff Bezos worth $134 billion, Bill Gates, $97 billion, Elon Musk, $21 billion, Donald Trump, apparently worth uh, $3.1 billion, according to Google. That would piss him off. <laughs> he claims to be worth a lot more than that. I think he claims $10 billion, doesn't he? At least he did during the campaign. He claimed a fortune of $10 billion. Hmm. And he gets upset when people call it less than that. Uh... It's a fascinating guy, isn't he? <laughs> All right, let me tell you about Home Title Lock because there have been so many data breaches that compromise uh, things that we have online, like, I don't know, your title to your home. And thieves have pretty much everything they need through these data breaches to uh, steal your home's title, forge your signature as a seller, refile your home under a new name, and then take out loans against your equity. Then you get stuck with the payments, and you don't know anything about this until the late payments show up, or maybe an eviction order comes. And you think, well, uh, my bank will protect me. They give me a call when, uh, you know, any of these things. No, they don't monitor this particular form. That's where Home Title Lock comes in. They specialize in protecting your uh, online title. And by the way, everybody's title is, is stored online now. So it's fairly easily, easily hackable. To these kinds of thieves. You can check and see if you've already been compromised. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, register for your free title scan and report. That's a $100 value. They're going to throw that in just for signing up. So go there now and get some protection for your home, for uh, your most valuable possession in your life. Well, other than, you know, the people you love. Um, HomeTitleLock.com. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. like some Brits have taken out ads proclaiming Michael Jackson's innocence. And uh, his family and supporters have also joined that uh, guerrilla campaign after, you know, the allegations against him in the documentary Leaving Neverland. Um, This has created quite a stir. In fact, so bad that 
The Simpsons just removed an episode from the Simpton, Sim, Simpsons uh, library hmm. that featured Michael Jackson. Oh, wow. Who are you? Hi, I'm Michael Jackson from the Jacksons. I'm Homer Simpson from the Simpsons. I can't believe you never heard of me. I'm a very popular entertainer. Oh, of course I've heard of you. I mean, you'd have to be living under a rock not to know. What'd you say your name was? Michael Jackson. Wow. <laughs> How do you do that thing with your feet? The moonwalk? No, that thing with your feet. Here, look. Just raise your heel a bit and put a little pressure on the ball of your foot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you can't show that anymore. Yeah. Strange, because, again... No matter what it's done to public opinion, and I've admitted multiple times, it definitely has affected my opinion. But the guy wasn't convicted of anything quite the opposite. What are you doing taking his his shows off of the air? You don't... Oh, uh, we don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. In other words, what kind of freak would do that? Would remove an episode just because I love the children? Oh, oh. Shum out. <laughs> it's horrifying uh-huh. that the Simpsons would remove my episode. Hmm. That was interesting to see Michael Jackson. As a big fat man. Well, locked up is what I was going with. But uh, <laughs> Show's <laughs> executive producer James L. Brooks told the Wall Street Journal he's going to pull the episode from circulation. Huh. said, I'm against... Oh, I like that. Uh... <laughs> I'm against book burning of any kind. But this is our book and we're allowed to take out a chapter. Oh, okay. I guess you're not against book burning of any kind. It follows um, the fact that I guess some radio stations around the world have removed his music. Now, I I have not seen that to be the case in the U.S. yet. But some have. BBC, supposedly. New Zealand, I think. Australia. Oh, you lost New Zealand. Well then, yeah. You, I mean, you throw it in. I mean, it's over it's, when you've lost. Yep. When you've lost New Zealand. Yep. But at some point, we're going to have to really take uh, account here of how much we're willing to punish people who haven't been found guilty of any crime. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this seems like an important. Uh, that used element. to be the standard. It used to be, but it sure it's, isn't. It's kind of like uh, we never did seem to settle on the definition of a terrorist, and uh, and then there's been previous administrations that uh, kind of hint at uh, those on the right yes. falling into that category. So unless yes. a society, you know, let's just say writes down everything and codifies it into law, and mm-hmm. then sticks with it, mm-hmm. you just leave everything open for interpretation. You have no idea where this thing is going to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 888-900-3393, uh, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, all right. Bill Maher, Bill Maher talking about uh, social justice warriors and mm-hmm. the progressive movement on his show. Here's what uh, he had to say. You're on to something. I talk about it here a lot, that there is a... I would say a cancer on progressivism with some of the, I guess they call themselves social justice warriors. I don't think they're interested in justice. I don't think they're interested in truth. I think they're interested in clicks. I think they're interested in things that make people click. And when I read them, it makes me glad I didn't have kids who would see this. Uh, Good for you, Bill. Hey, I got a smattering of applause there. (laughs) 
Well, social justice is a noble idea. Exactly. It is the idea of fairness and equality in a just society. In practice, Mm -hmm. it has become antipathy towards notions like meritocracy, like you can rise above your station in life, or colorblindness in institutions. White supremacists believe all this stuff, too. Yes, and it seems like they they just say things to dare you, to oppose them, that would then make you a bad person. Like they'll say, there are 71 genders. Disagree with that. <laughs> would you? Do you disagree with I that? I would disagree with that. Yes. I think we could get a science. I think we can agree on that. That's, I mean, every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was definitely one of those occurrences mm-hmm. where Bill Maher makes serious sense. And when he does, his audience doesn't like it. Yeah. And, and what did he lean on there at the end uh, to back up his point? It's science. Two yeah. genders deal with it. Ugh. That's what you have to love about the guy. As aggravating as he can be, uh, there are, you know, he won't allow his common sense to get in the way of certain things, like the gender deal, uh, like shutting down free speech, because he's been shut down in the past on, on free speech. And so he really takes that seriously. It's kind of fun to see him on this side of the aisle when it comes to making sense but he does it so rarely <laughs> you don't want to give him too much credit yeah because yeah. when he's when he's bad he is agonizing if he could get over his seething white hot hatred for religion yes right right but he can't i mean that's what makes him him tick. i think it makes him tick yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's i mean it, i think that's what drives almost everything in him that's his core principle is atheism but he's Obviously right, the social justice warrior thing is killing us. It's just strangling us. It's just that nobody on the left ever seems to notice. So thank you, Bill, for that at least. 888 Also, could Colonial's mascot become history soon? Yeah, George Washington University. Campus reform correspondent <laughs> Abigail Marone joined Fox and Friends to talk about uh, the big push to change the George Washington University mascot, which is a colonial. I can't. I mean, think of that. George Washington University. Obviously, it kind of lends itself well to having a colonial mascot. But that's offensive. That's unbelievable. So... Do we have the video of this? No. No. Uh, Abigail Malone and Victoria Snitzer went to the campus to ask students their stance on the debate and whether the school, which obviously is named after George Washington, uh, should also be changed. <laughs> Some students spoke with uh, that they spoke with agreed that the mascot should, in fact, be changed. One person even said the school should consider changing its name. Hmm. Okay. There's a huge difference between a colonial, which is our mascot, and anyone who lived during colonial times. And colonialism, which is what students are saying this man mascot is representative of, which is not the case at all, according to Marone. Colonialism is a political system of taking over land. But last time I checked, being born during that colonial time and living during that colonial time, there's nothing offensive about that. The students uh, can't make that distinction though they're not capable they're incapable of making that kind of distinction if it sounds like it might be offensive to somebody at some point in history then they believe it should be changed Mm -hmm. 
Because one of the worst things that can happen in the mind of a millennial is that somebody be offended. So there's an online petition to change the school's mascot. It's gotten more than 540 signatures. <laughs> uh, one GW student um, hosted a panel. Is is the GW Colonial Inclusive School spirit? Stop. Citing the fact that GW is a diverse institution, um, so they added, there are students that if we were back in colonial times wouldn't have been represented or treated equally. School spirit is something that should be based on equality. Aww. Oh, that's nice. Man, has this been dram- drummed into yeah. their skulls? I can fix this for them. Uh, don't go to college. Yeah. Then, then you won't be yeah. offended by the school spirit there. Be interesting to see if this picks up steam and they change the yeah. name... Of George Washington University. Ugh. Wow. It's Pat Gray unleashed on the Blakes. Welcome to it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Mercury One sponsored the Slave Dwelling Project, uh, impacting a thousand or more in DFW over the weekend. The event ties into Mercury One's next special exhibition. Last weekend, they sponsored the Slave Dwelling Project at Dallas Heritage Village here in the DFW. Uh, It's about educating citizens about the slaves' contribution to the American landscape after emancipation. Um, So this initiative makes it possible for over a 1,000 attendees to experience the Slave Dwelling Project, for free. And you can be a part of M1's educational initiatives by giving it mercuryone.org. And don't forget that coming up this summer, make your travel plans right now for Mercury One's next special exhibition, Can't 12 wait. score and three years ago, The Unfinished Promise of Unity. It's going to be interactive and immersive, and it starts June 28th. It goes all the way through July 7th here at the Mercury Studios in Irving, Texas. And it will expose slavery and freedom in an eye-opening way and equip you, those of you who come, uh, to leave as modern abolitionists, not exhibitionists. Hopefully we won't teach you that. That's the uh, Jeffy exhibit down the hall. Cost extra. It's behind a beaded curtain. It's a whole different thing. Sure. But you can be a part of that, too. We'll let you know about that later. But you could <laughs> wow. leave here as a modern-day abolitionist. Abolitionist. I just can't say it. That's all. <laughs> a modern-day abolitionist. I mean, that's going to be Good like night. four Drive more safely, months everybody. of you having to read that copy. You better go home Jeez. and practice. Look in the mirror and go, abolitionist. For tickets and all the information in English, uh, <laughs> go to mercuryone.org. All right? Mm-hmm. All right. Also, uh, some tweets here. Ripping biceps, taking names. <laughs> Keith, what do you have, Cordigan today? Whoa, oh, whoa. yeah, that's the jacket. Is it that obvious? Sorry. I mean, mm-hmm. things going on. Uh, from Mr. Dunn, 69. So any sentence that starts with look, so you're saying that Jeffy lies. Wow. I find that statement quite shocking. That's what we're saying. <clears throat> what? Um, also from Private Harambi, throwing a flag on Mansa Musa guy. Uh, you said his net worth was four trillion pounds. Clearly, 
Uh, Jeffy is way fatter than that guy. <laughs> see now, I, I see what you did. There. See what he did. I, I see what you did there. That seems uh, to be a joke that Jeffy is um, uh, o- overweight, overweight. As I think what you're uh-huh. getting at. Kara thirty twenty two tweets. Who would pull MJ's music? Same thought police who pulled Roseanne. Yep. From Constitutional Drunk, we're not against book burning, but we're going to ban books and be socially acceptable hypocrites. Uh, From Land of the Fleek, if students are offended by the school spirit there, why are they attending that particular school? Just asking the obvious question. Uh, And TJ Toppin, we're probably close to deciding that history is offensive so we should burn all history books and stop teaching it yep that and obviously we're headed down that path <clears throat> we are absolutely headed down that path uh let's go to rodney in virginia hey rodney you're on the blaze hey hey good morning pat morning i think i have bingo oh, oh. wait wait you think uh. you've got what Okay, I think I've got bingo. There you ah, go. That's All right. Giving some effort, I guess. <laughs> so it starts where? Up the top left, going top to left. the bottom right. Yep, diagonally across the bottom. So you got MJ, Michael Jackson. What kind of freak? Uh, the word bullcrap. <laughs> An yep. Al Gore voice. I think all that happened yesterday, right? Yeah. Keith stating that it's 2019. <clears throat> and uh, shut up. Yeah. All happened. All right. Well, congratulations. Uh, what do you think you'll get from the store? Any idea? Uh, going to get the hat. Awesome. All right. All hang, right hang on a second. We'll get all the necessary information to get that to you. So and lots of colors to choose from in that hat, too. At shop.theblaze.com. You yeah, can get so the Pat Gray paraphernalia. And check this out, man. I mm-hmm. got a delivery today, too. Oh, so you did? I got the navy blue oh, look at that. Pat Gray unleashed uh, winter cap on, right? Yeah. You go, and, okay. And so then I already you had have the dark blue one. I had the, the black one there, right? Yes. The gray one. Mm-hmm. Gray, black, gray. Look at this. I got a red for and football red. season. Mm-hmm. Got There's... the the green one. Good golly! Look I, at all these. I got connections. Colors. I've also got Polaroids of the people that run the merchandise department. But anyway, so I got some uh, some swag there, and you can get it as well. Shop.theblaze.com. Mm-hmm. Coffee mugs, t-shirts, all sorts of fun stuff. Check it out. Now, this doesn't preclude you from winning. We could have up to two more winners. Yeah. This week. And it's only Tuesday. It's only Tuesday. So there you go. Keep listening. I love this this board because this happened mostly by accident. Yeah. So that was what was so fun about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, good news. Yes. What do you got? I like uh, good news. I love it. I love good news, Pat. Stacey Abrams, who almost became uh-huh. the governor of Georgia, we were all so disappointed when that turned out not to be the case. Well, that was good news when it turned out <laughs> not to be the case. <laughs> now she's actually contemplating uh-huh. a run for president. <laughs> Stacey Abrams might just run Making that election lots of fun Stacey Abrams for president may run If she does say goodbye to guns Alright uh, Well, if she runs and wins <laughs> Say goodbye to your guns Because she's a huge oh, she's Huge gun control person <laughs> Oh, but she loves the second amendment Don't get her wrong you know, she's all about the Second Amendment. Oh, she's all about starting a conversation. Remember that? <laughs> That's she right. Was that chick. Yeah, let's have a conversation. Ugh. So are you saying you want to remove guns from people? You want to confiscate guns? I'm saying I want to have the conversation. So you just want to talk about taking people's guns? Look. <laughs> Look, I love the Second Amendment. <laughs> now, she said she had long seen 2028 
as the earliest oh, she could see herself don't make running us wait for president. That long. I know, right? <laughs> I can't I can't wait that long That's for Stacey. Nine Abrams. long years, Stacey. Not don't good. do it. Not good. Uh, but she later tweeted, "2020 oh. is definitely on the table." Yes. Yes. As I said, Stacey Abrams might just run. Ah, okay, I'm not going to do that. Again. No, I mean I wanted to go. Uh, <laughs> I won't be able to talk the rest of the morning. Uh, so, in an interview at here it is again, South by Southwest in Texas. <laughs> She referred to a quote from her book where she said she keeps a spreadsheet to document her goals. I'm glad she clarified that uh, it's from her book because otherwise nobody would know she even had a book. That's for sure. <laughs> what? Now that you mentioned it, I had no idea. I've never heard of Stacy's right? book. Uh, in the spreadsheet with all the jobs I wanted to do, 2028 would be the earliest I would be ready to stand. Uh. For president, because I would have done the work I thought necessary to be effective in that job. Mm. After the interview, though, she insisted in a tweet, she didn't mean she ruled out running for president next year. Oh. Uh, She said, I explore how to be intentional about plans, but flexible enough to adapt. 20 years ago, I never thought I'd be ready to run for POTUS before 2028, but life comes at you fast. Oh, boy. 2020 is definitely on the table. <laughs> Stacey Abrams might just run, making that election lots of fun. Stacey Abrams for the president. Run. What's going on? I, mean, I don't know. I lost that. it. What's happening? I lost it. Stacey I lost Abrams the enthusiasm for Stacey Abrams. Really? Because we were all clamoring. So, And you started, you said, I've mm-hmm. got some good news. I said, I love good news. You told me that story and absolutely mm-hmm. hit it out of the park. We're all clamoring mm-hmm. for her. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, there's been bubbling up all this uh, mm. momentum for Stacey, uh, what's her name again? Abrams. Uh, Abrams. And, uh, yeah, I there's mean, been a groundswell, the, yeah, right? She's got this uh, spreadsheet in her book of jobs. Uh, uh, How many times have you read through her book? I well, mean, look. <laughs> look, I've read it, I think, 30 times. What? Yeah. You know why? You know why? Because the spreadsheet, it's it's jobs she wants. It's not jobs she's qualified for. How so, old is she? I wonder why she targeted 2028. Is she in her 30s? She thinks a Democrat's going to win in 2020, and then she can ride in and eight years later. I have no idea. <sighs> wow. I'm not going to read her book either. What? I'm not going to do it. I Look, care. I really think you should. Hmm. She's 45. 45, okay. So. so she'd only be 54. She'd be a wonderful, wonderful candidate, again, I'm sure. Again, and if it were just jobs she was qualified for, mm-hmm. it would be like a journal with empty pages that you could just write on. <laughs> the worst. How did Georgia get that close? I don't know. I don't know. That's It's amazing, though. Shame on my home state for many reasons. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You'd think she was better suited for, I don't know, New York, New York State. She's from Madison, New York Wisconsin. City. And she oh, went okay. to Yale Law School. Yeah. Oh, can we do can we do the the first one on page two, please? Yeah, it was so fun. fun. Love that. Um, apparently in New York City, <laughs> which is where Stacy should should be be running. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to do a vegetarian menu for all New York schools. It's called Meatless Mondays. Or you could mm. just you could just do Lent. 
right? And do mm-hmm. it on Fridays, but no, they have to do Meatless Mondays. Uh, here's the details on that. PS 130 was one of the first schools to pilot the program starting last year. Today, Mayor Bill de Blasio made it official. As of this coming September, Meatless Mondays will be in effect in all 1,800 New York City public schools. He joined students sampling the vegetarian menu. He also shared the inside scoop on a conversation he had with one of them. She says, it's good for the environment and it's good for you yourself. Powerful. I think we're done here. <laughs> you better believe it. After something uh, that powerful, you just sit down, man. You drop the mic and sit down. I love this. He's got he's got the little note from the kid. Just like I, she says, it's good for you in the environment. I think we're done here. That's policy in 2019 America. Mm. I think we're done here. <laughs> oh, gosh. Cutting so, back uh, on meat mm-hmm. a little, according to Bill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We'll improve New Yorkers' health and reduce greenhouse gas emissions. <laughs> All right. I want to know, ex- next year at this time, I want to hear what your reduction was in greenhouse gas emissions in New York City. Mm-hmm. We're expanding Meatless Mondays to all public schools to keep our lunch and planet green for generations to come. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what happens when you have a communist uh, mayor. Uh-huh. As they start making communist choices for you, like Meatless Monday. Yeah, and boy, he said it. I mean, that's New York City uh, summed up Jeez, right there. I think sure we're is. done here. Yeah, you sure are. Also, the uh, the air that we breathe is apparently not equal. Hmm? Yeah, we're, there's no equality in uh, pollution. Blacks and Hispanics disproportionately breathe air that's been polluted by non-Hispanic whites. According to a new study, this research quantifies for the first time the racial gap between who causes air pollution and who breathes it. Pollution. Could this get any more ridiculous? And of course, the answer is yes. Yes, it can. And yes, it will. But this new research quantifies for the first time that racial gap. Okay. It's disproportionately caused by whites, but also disproportionately inhaled by black and Hispanic minorities. So the whites aren't breathing it. They're just putting it into the air. And then they go to a separate location, I guess, and breathe clean air. Don't give away our secret, man. (laughs) Don't tell them where we keep the fresh air tanks. Poor air quality remains the largest environmental health risk in the United States, the study warns. In fact, with 100,000 deaths per year, more Americans die from air pollution than car crashes and murders combined. <laughs> I have never seen listed on somebody's uh, somebody's uh, little obituary death, or something, right? Yeah, obituary. Yeah, on their little death certificate, uh-huh. cause oh, cause of death, air pollution. Well, the coroner, I mean, has got pressure from you know big polluters. And uh, Exxon Mobil is yeah. telling them what to write. It's like, listen up, coroner. You want to keep the sweet gig looking at dead bodies all day? Don't you dare write on there cause of death was air pollution. Even though minorities are contributing less to the overall problem mm-hmm. of air pollution, they're affected by it more. <laughs> is it fair that I create more pollution and somebody else is disproportionately affected by it? <laughs> no, I'm going to say no, it isn't. Hill said that while the air in the U.S. has gotten cleaner in the past decade, oh, wow, pollution pollution inequality has remained oh. stubbornly high. It's pollution inequality. That's our new phrase? 
Mm-hmm. Pollution inequality. What is especially surprising is just how large pollution inequality is and has been for well over a decade. Oh. Oh. <laughs> pollution inequality. inequality. So whites are polluting it. Yeah. And only blacks and Hispanics breathe it? Of course whites are polluting. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, Good luck working that into a chant, leftist. We don't want pollution inequality. Now rhyme that. Hmm? Wow. Thanks, guys. Could it get any more stupid? <laughs> Martin's uh, Hispanic. He's in the other room. He is not happy right now. He is talking to my ear. He is Pissed. angry. Yes. Well, he should be as Hispanic. Yes. Uh, listen to him just yelling. Breathe, oh, all, ah, breathe all the polluted air we just sorry. put out. I apologize. It wasn't. It wasn't on. And you notice he's in purpose. a separate room. Yeah. So that he can mm-hmm. breathe the more polluted air that we. It's my white privilege. Just I got here at two thirty in the morning Did just you? so I could start polluting that room so that he would, <laughs> he'd start breathing it. That's not only Jeffy's <laughs> job to pollute the rooms in the building, but uh, nice of you no, to take today, up that mantle today. Yeah. Uh-huh. I thought okay, that Martin Hispanic guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to pollute this whole room's air, and then clean up the air in my room and uh, we're going to be <laughs> yeah. breathing fresh air while he's breathing all this minority air <laughs> sucks for you martin <laughs> you know you should uh, hang out in this room more often so asinine we would just leave if you came in here because well you could be in like the us. same room with a minority triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three let me tell you about rid you zone this is good for all people uh whether you're a minority or a majority it, it just doesn't matter it will kick your metabolism back into gear, and it also reduces your appetite so that you can lose weight. If you've been looking for that help, this is it. Riduzone contains a patented ingredient, the OEA from olive oil, um, and that is what boosts metabolism and reduces appetite. Um, you've probably seen Sarah Gonzalez. She hosts the News and Why It Matters. She's been taking Riduzone for years and loves it. It helps her not think about food all day. And for a while, still, they're offering our 30% off deal for listeners to this show. So just go to RidUZone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com, enter the promo code PAT, and you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. RidUZone.com. on your headphones i mean are Dude, you geez are you legally deaf no like seriously seriously i'm not no hmm. uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and in pat unleashed on twitter let's go to uh is it craig in michigan hey pat how hey. you doing doing well thanks good i really do care and i i, I urge everybody to, to pray for jeffy but especially his wife she's got to be a mother teresa exactly um yeah. but yeah one of the things i really wanted to mention we have a a youth in government program, mm-hmm. and it's sponsored by the YMCA. No, and it's my fun to been, stay at the YMCA. I don't know if you're aware of that. No, uh-huh. yeah, um, you, they got. Uh, yeah, what do they have there? You can have a good meal. Uh huh. You can do yeah. whatever you feel. Wow. Yeah, it's great. Anyway, go ahead. Are there young men yeah. there? Yeah, there are. <laughs> but my kids have been going to that for several years. It's for high schoolers. Okay. And they went this year, and my daughter calls me and says, "I can't really talk now." She said, "But." But something happened, and mm-hmm. she said, I'll tell you when I get home, because they go down to Lansing. And uh, okay. 
she gets home, she starts telling me about it. And apparently something on iPhones, they can send something out that goes in just a short distance, like 30 feet or something, and it hits other iPhones. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. But it was something <clears throat> racist. Well, they had a big meeting, and the speakers all got up there. And she said every one of them pretty much was, they're disappointed in all of you. you you're, you know, this is terrible. You're all, you shouldn't never act like this. She's, she just felt terrible being called a racist and she says, I didn't do anything, Dad. I said, well, I said, they're just going to put you in a category just, you know, just because that's the way you are. Wow. And uh, it was, she was just terrible upset. And How old is she? She's uh, 15. Yeah. Oh, man. I, that's, that's ugly. And they did this at the YMCA? Well, they have the, the YMCA sponsors it. And okay. It, they, they get to go into the Capitol and everything. It's a pretty neat program. Mm. Mm-hmm. But... And then one of the kids, there was one kid there, it happened to be from our school, wearing a, a MAGA hat. And that when they had their private meeting with the heads, the elected leaders of the schools, they were in there and they had people talking about, you know, they should find him and beat his, his A. Mm. And, uh, and the spot, uh, the, oh, the, the people overseeing it, they mm-hmm. never said anything about that. They didn't, they they didn't even discipline them about talking about beating someone up for wearing a hat. It, Amazing. It's getting out of hand. Sure is. Appreciate it, Craig. Thanks a lot. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And that happened at the YMCA. Uh, well, uh, an event sponsored by them, which is sad because it was a place where you know you could go, <laughs> and when you're short on your dough, you could stay there. And I'm sure that people found or would find many ways. To have a good time because it, it uh-huh. it's fun yeah to stay at the ymca they have everything for young men to enjoy you can hang out with all the boys i mean it's really fun uh-huh. to stay there at the ymca and now they're sponsoring events to make white people feel bad about themselves that's great <laughs> it's just great yeah no that is <clears throat> <that's> good. <clears throat> i mean can you imagine how confusing that is for a teenager to hear that kind of nonsense? Yep. It's uh, it's rough. I can't imagine growing up in the world today. It's and sadly, you've, you've got children growing up in the world today. Yeah. and But you guys homeschool, right? We do. Yeah. So we do. We give them a chance. That's, yeah. It's mm. the best mm-hmm. chance. Sure does. It's because at school... They're getting all this kind of stuff too, not just from the YMCA, where you can have a good, you know, make friends and have a good meal, have a good and meal, do whatever you feel, whatever. Uh, but at school, <laughs> they're hearing all this stuff, uh-huh. and it makes it really tough when you send them there and say, "Hey, go learn everything that uh, mankind has to teach you," and then that's this is what they learn there. Mm-hmm. Are they also learning there that whites are polluting the planet? Yeah, and then we're forcing the minorities to breathe that pollution yeah. while we have clean air zones that we stay in. Again, I ask. I shouldn't be saying that. Don't. <clears throat> I've let said too much. The white man's secret out. Yeah, it's too okay. late. I've already. I've done it a couple of times today. I oh, wish I hadn't. Okay. I'm just kidding, minorities. Yeah. I should have started all those sentences with "look," and then you would have known I'm lying. And don't tell people about the the app that shows you where the white air is. We're gonna get to that in a second because. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, we're talking about that app. Incredible. Oh, I was just... Yeah, there's an app. Uh-huh. We talked to this guy. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name. But Gregory Wrightstone. That's his name. Mm-hmm. And he wrote the book, 
inconvenient facts, which is really good. It's it it acknowledges actually there's been some warming. Yeah. Okay. It's just not catastrophic and there's no evidence man caused it. There seems to be a cycle on this planet where it warms up from time to time, cools down, warms up, cools down. For instance, uh, we're not in an ice age right now. I don't know if you're aware of that. We came out of that some time ago and uh, have not returned to it. Although in the 70s, they thought we were going to. But now, of course, the planet's burning up. So we'll get into that in a second and, and tell you what Apple did with his with his app that allowed you to have really good facts at your disposal when people start accosting you on the climate change thing. Get to that in a second. 888-933-93. First, let me tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition. This is an awesome product. Um, there's no excuse anymore. Not to get these great nutrients into your body. The nutrients that, yes, vegetables provide. But if you're like me and you never eat vegetables, obviously you're not getting those nutrients. Until now, you can get them with Field of Greens. Field of Greens is real USDA organic fruits and vegetables, complete with antioxidants. It will boost your immune system. There is antioxidant power there. It's just a a great superfood and you take a scoop and put it into eight ounces of water stir it up and drink it and you're set to go with fruits and vegetables in your diet go to brickhousepat.com get 15 percent off your first order with the offer code pat a better you awaits brickhousepat.com offer code pat pat gray unleashed Gregory Wrightstone is an author that wrote Inconvenient Facts. And he also put together an app that you could get on Apple. Uh, or I think you, you could have it for Androids Google, yeah, as well. Play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it gave a bunch of facts out that you can use when people come to you and say, oh, we've, we've increased the temperature because of man caused global warming. Mm-hmm. By five degrees, and you could tell them eh, it's really point nine over a hundred years. Or, or the, and there's been an eighteen year pause. Uh, there's less trees today than there were a hundred years ago. Well, no. actually, here's <laughs> the uh, facts of the matter: there are more trees on Earth than stars in the sky. That is that's an amazing that's fact. Sick, I love that one. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I did you know there were three trillion trees on this planet? I didn't know that. Nope. Till recently, till Gregory Wrightstone pointed it out. And he had all kinds of great facts like that. Well, Apple pulled it off the App Store. And people are speculating Mm -hmm. maybe that has a little something to do with the fact that Al Gore is on the board of directors at Apple. Yeah. Hmm. So they uh, decided to kick him off of uh, the App app. Store. Remove the app, yeah, because... And see, the thing is, they put it up there, okay? It was highly successful. And it had 7,500 downloads. And then, being the honest guy that he is, Gregory was like, oh, you know what? I need to fix, just tweak a couple of graphs here, and you have to resubmit it. Mm. And it has to be approved again, which is normally just like a rubber stamp, because it's already been approved the first time. Now you're just Mm -hmm. saying, hey, I had to tweak a couple of graphs here. And I made it better Mm -hmm. than it was when you approved it the first time. And this time, it got seen by someone that doesn't care for conservatives, which could be most people at Apple. But uh, there you go. Apple said, sorry. 
Sorry. So it's no longer available. Yeah. And they said, yeah, you know, an app has to either entertain or educate or what. Okay. Well, well it absolutely does. Educated. Yeah. That's the problem. You didn't like what it was educating. And so mm-hmm. they uh, pulled it and said, mm, sorry, bye. Thanks for playing. Uh, again, they can do this kind of stuff. It's their private business. Um, but if if they want protection from the government on their platforms, not being held accountable for what people do on their apps, then you've got to be non-biased. And they're not. They're just not. Same with Facebook. Same with Twitter. Which leads us to that, uh, you know, the kids are going to be on strike on Friday because of climate change. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're gonna strike all over the country and not be in school on Friday. Okay. Think of how that will affect us all. Well, there, I would, there may be less Tide Pods being swallowed on Friday. <laughs> and what happens if there's less condom snorting? That other cool thing they're doing all the time. Oh, so brilliant. <laughs> I mean, what, what will we do with ourselves? I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> but I love the fact that they cited the Green New Deal as an investment in their future and the future of generations beyond us that will provide jobs and critical new infrastructure. And most importantly, the drastic reduction in greenhouse gas emissions is essential to limiting global warming. And that's why they're striking. <laughs> and they actually <laughs> have the nerve to cite James Hansen's research. Because back in the 80s, he was telling us this, and look how right he is. Yeah, in the 70s, he was predicting an ice age. (laughs) And the first Earth Day was instituted based on that. Because of climate change, we were headed into a mini ice age again. At the moment... The planet is cooling off because we have put so much crud into the atmosphere. The yeah. warming trend that the CO2 addition caused crud. up until 1940 has been overpowered. 1970. The turbidity of the atmosphere over the Central Pacific has increased 30% in the last decade. Oh my According God. to Reed Bryson, the meteorologist at the University of Wisconsin, who is tracking this most uh-huh. closely, right. we are beginning to revert to a weather pattern in this country, which we saw in the early 1800s. If we do that, our agricultural productivity... Uh, will suffer a great deal because agriculture is tremendously dependent on the weather. That's right. And when it gets colder, we're going to have less plants growing and less food. So that was the concern from James Hansen and the scientific community. Mr. Hansen's uh, scientific term for pollution in the air. Crud. Crud. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of, well, there's a lot of crud in the atmosphere right now. Mm -hmm. A lot of crud. And of course, that is a technical term. Technical term? We'll look it up and try to explain it later. Crud. But that, you know, for the same reason, because of CO2, it was going to get really cold. And now the CO2 is causing it to become really hot. It also caused the lack of snow and the preponderance of snow. Now, it caused mild winters and now the very cold winters, all caused by the same thing. Really fascinating. And as we learned earlier in the program, it's all white people's fault. Pollution inequality in this country. Uh, don't even get me started on it. With white people creating all this pollution and and forcing blacks and Hispanics somehow, to breathe it. Yeah. How how is it? Now this is the and I I will admit I do know where the white people <clears throat> clean air breathing stations are. I do have that app on my phone until mm-hmm. they pull it down. 
But one thing that I, I slept through the day when they went over how we guide the the cruddy air that we produce, how mm-hmm. how we how do we remote control that uh, air to go over minority populations? Pat, did you not go to that class either? No, I didn't. I didn't take that class. Okay. Well, then we've got some studying to do. Yeah, it's it's the white man conspiracy. They know how it works. I I don't bother with it. I'm just glad that I'm able to breathe the clean air. Provided for white people. Meanwhile, Martin suffers in the other room because he's Hispanic. Right. And uh, he's choking right now Mm -hmm. on the uh, incredible pollution. Can you you make it for 19 more minutes in there? Because we're not plugging somebody else in there. You can't. And then, of course, all of this is causing the ice to melt in the polar regions. And uh, some uh, of the models models suggest to... Dr. Madlowski, that there is a 75 percent chance that that the entire entire North Polar North Ice polar cap, cap during during summer th- during some of the, of the summer, summer months, months could be completely completely ice free within the next five to seven years. <laughs> okay, so there's that whole thing, and then yesterday from NASA, not exactly a conservative source, mm-hmm. NASA says that. The ice increase has offset the ice decreases in certain areas. In other words, there's more ice now than there was before. Yep. Huh. Well, that's weird. Because I thought we we're in thumb, summer month, we were going to be completely ice-free in the north, in the North Polar ice caps. Then he admitted to the fact that the Paris Agreement, which everybody was so freaked out over, uh, Donald Trump getting us out of. That wouldn't have done anything anyway. Even if all 195 nations on 194 met their mm-hmm. targets, it still wouldn't solve the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- that uh, is correct. Uh, that is However, correct. However, it However. sends a very powerful signal <laughs> to business and industry and Chris. civil society uh, and countries around the world. It's amazing. So even if everybody complied 100%, it doesn't fix anything. Well, uh, uh, that is correct. Uh, then are you kidding me? I, but it's going to send a powerful signal. Uh, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And we don't even know if it's CO2 causing the problem because... The temperature goes up before the CO2 sometimes goes that's, up. Sometimes that has been true in the past. The opposite has also been true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the cause may or may not be Maybe. CO2. Who knows? But we have decided it's polluting the atmosphere. Okay, all right. Let me tell you about uh, Home Title Lock because uh, this is something that can protect your online mortgage. There's all kinds of identity theft. You know, they can steal your credit cards, get a hold of your social security number, cause you some problems, maybe cost you thousands of dollars. The home title theft can cost you your home or hundreds of thousands of dollars in equity. If they get a hold of it, and it's easy for them to do, the people at Home Title Lock got a hold of mine in 15 or 20 minutes, and then uh, they just forged my signature, refiled my home under a new name, and then they didn't take out the loans, fortunately, because they just wanted to prove a point. So once I realized how easy it was for thieves to do this, I knew I had to have Home Title Lock. And you should too. You don't know any of this until your late payments start showing up about the loan you took out that you don't know anything about. Or you get an eviction notice hung on your door. Home Title Lock 
puts a virtual barrier around your online title. And then if they detect any kind of sinister activity, they shut it down. Go there. Find out if you've already been compromised with a free title scan and report. That's a $100 value. You'll get that free when you sign up. It's HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. 888-933-93. Donald in Florida. Hi, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. I just was telling your your call lady, I said, you know, I just finished the book uh, by Wrightstone. Yeah. And my my sister, I'm 63. She's 68. And I, you know, I'm showing her all. She's a lib nut. And I'm showing her all these facts. (laughs) And she is like dumbfounded. But yet she still wants to contest that, Mm. you know, the, the, these can't be right, you know? And I said, it, you can look him up. He gives every reference you want. And, and she just won't accept the facts? It's it's very frustrating. You yeah, know, my mom is, is 96, and, and she's, a, she's on, the, on the sensible side of things, to, so to put it. And I asked her, I said, what happened to Patty? And she just hangs her head and shakes it back and <laughs> forth and says, I just don't know. Yeah, man. I know. There's Appreciate the call. Thanks, Donald. I know that's frustrating. Frustrating. When people in your own family just don't get it. Uh, eh, you know, you pick your friends, you don't pick your family. members. Mm-hmm. Not much you can do about it. But... Once they're presented with the facts, you would think they're open-minded enough to accept it and go, okay, well, maybe there is something to the other side of this. Maybe there isn't consensus on this. Maybe uh, the debate isn't settled. But, (laughs) you know, whatever. Whatever, Like. (laughs) Give up. (laughs) As uh, AOC would say, but like, like, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. (laughs) <laughs> there's only so much you can do yeah there's only so much you can do it's frustrating you present them with the facts if they don't listen to the facts i guess you move on go on to the next person go on to the next family mm-hmm. wait <laughs> uh paul in new york you're on the blaze hi hey pat yeah i just wanted to call to everybody's attention how <laughs> anti-christian de blasio is with meatless monday Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because if he wanted to do something that encompassed the community, why didn't he focus on Fridays of Lent? This go. way, you know, he mm. could get his point across yeah. and include the Christians in the community. Yeah. I mean, when I went to school, we didn't, they didn't serve meat on Fridays of Lent. And I don't really know why... You know, if it's changed, why de Blasio? Well, I mean, I do know the answer. The answer has to do with it's just anti-Christian. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure he stayed away for that from Fridays for that specific reason. Uh, appreciate the call, Paul. It, there's no way he's going to try to tie this into something religious. No way would he do that. Hmm. Hmm. But for for Big Brother to be deciding what you can and can't eat on any day of the week is asinine. And overreach and oppression. 
And it's it's fascinating from the people who used to scream about free speech and, you know, leave me alone in my body. Okay, now you can decide what you put into your body at lunch and dinner and whenever else. Yeah. So, That's fine. So so let me just get this straight. The side of the political spectrum that de Blasio is on mm-hmm. will say that these kids have every right to choose to terminate a life. But yes. they don't have a choice you when can't it comes choose to what you're eating at lunchtime? To eat meat. In the cafeteria? On Mondays, yeah. Isn't that amazing? Okay. But, you know, it's typical of communism. It's <laughs> typical of the oppression. And we should, we should uh, study up again on the 45 goals that the communists had that were uncovered back in 1963 uh, in the book The Naked Communist. And then it was... So profound that Congress actually uh, introduced these goals and uh, posted them. Read them into the record. Read them into the record. So that's why we're able to find them today. Because on <clears throat> January 10th, 1963, Congressman was 63, yeah. Albert Herlong of Florida read them. And we have them today. There you go. First one. U.S. acceptance of coexistence as the only alternative to atomic war. Um, Some of these are a little bit dated. U.S. willingness to capitulate in preference to engaging in atomic war. Uh, Develop the illusion that total disarmament by the United States would be a demonstration of moral strength. This is an interesting one. Permit free trade between all nations regardless of communist affiliation. And regardless of whether or not terms could be used for war. Uh, Extension of long-term loans to Russia. Provide American aid to all nations, regardless of communist domination. Uh, That's been long-standing policy. Recognition of Red China. That happened a long time ago. Admission of Red China to the UN. Long time ago. Um... Prolong the conferences to ban atomic tests because the United States has agreed to suspend tests as long as negotiations are in progress. Uh, Promote the UN as the only hope for mankind. If its charter is rewritten, demand that it be set up as a one-world government with its own independent armed forces. (laughs) Resist any attempt to outlaw the Communist Party. Do away with loyalty oaths. Uh, capture one, I love this one, Uh capture one or both of the political parties in the United States. (laughs) That was a job well done. Uh Is there anything clearer than, than that being accomplished in the Democrat party? Use technical decisions of the court to weaken basic American institutions by claiming their activities violate civil rights. Here's another great one. Get control of the schools. Use them as transmission belts for socialism and current communist propaganda. Government indoctrination centers. There you go. Soften the curriculum. Get control of teachers associations. Put the party line in textbooks. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Gain control of all student newspapers. Hmm. Uh, Infiltrate the press. (laughs) Get control of book review assignments, editorial writing, and policy-making positions. 
gain control of key positions in radio, TV, and motion pictures. I wonder if they've accomplished that. Huh. Hmm. Continue discrediting American culture by degrading all forms of artistic expression. An American communist cell was told to eliminate all good sculpture from parks and buildings. Substitute shapeless, awkward, and meaningless forms. Yeah, that's why artists crap now, because the communists ruined it. Oh, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Some of these are absolutely chilling. Control art critics and directors of art museums. Our plan is to promote ugliness, repulsive, meaningless art. Wow, have they accomplished that, too. Eliminate all laws governing obscenity by calling them censorship and a violation of free speech and free press. Hmm. Break down cultural standards of morality by promoting pornography and obscenity in books, magazines, motion pictures, radio, and TV. Huh. Huh. Now, this one, I should make it clear here for the LGBTQQIA2 plus people. This is not me speaking, but the communist goals. Present homosexuality, degeneracy, and promiscuity as normal, natural, healthy. Infiltrate the churches and replace revealed religion with social religion. Discredit the Bible and emphasize the need for intellectual maturity, which doesn't need a religious crutch. Eliminate prayer or any phase of religious expression in schools on the grounds that it violates the prep, the principle of separation of church and state. <laughs> How about that one? So far, these are virtually all long accomplished. Discredit the American Constitution by calling it inadequate, old-fashioned, <laughs> out of step with modern needs, a hindrance to cooperation between nations on a worldwide basis. <laughs> it's a walk it's a walk down memory lane happening right now, really. That's all this is. <laughs> sure is. Uh discredit the American founding fathers. Mm-hmm. Present them as selfish aristocrats who had no concern for the common man. Well they've gone way beyond that. Yeah, they added slaveholders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they added racists. Mm-hmm. Belittle all forms of American culture and discourage the teaching of American history on the grounds that it was only a minor part of the big picture. Give more emphasis to Russian history since the communists took over. How? Support any socialist movement to give centralized control over any part of the culture, education, social agencies, welfare programs, mental health clinics, etc. Huh. I guess you could throw in healthcare into that. Eliminate all laws or procedures which interfere with the operation of the communist apparatus. Hmm. Discredit and eventually dismantle the FBI. Infiltrate and gain control of more unions. (laughs) Infiltrate and gain gain control of big business. Is there a single uh, conservative at the head of a big business that you can think of? Not for me, right of hand. Mm -hmm. Transfer some of the powers of arrest from the police to social agencies. Treat all behavioral problems as psychiatric disorders, which no one but psychiatrists can understand or treat. Dominate the psychiatric profession and use mental health laws as a means of gaining coercive control 
over those who oppose communist goals. Well, sure, those who oppose, you know, the good of the collective, they've got to be somewhat nuts, right? Because obviously everybody wants the collective to be healthy and wonderful and everybody thinks we're better together than a, than separately. Discredit the family as an institution. Encourage promiscuity and easy divorce. Wow. I mean, one after another, these have absolutely been accomplished. Emphasize the need to raise children away from the negative influence of parents. Attribute prejudices, mental blocks, and retarding of children to suppressive influence of parents. <laughs> I when you have when you have laws that kids can have abortions at thirteen or 14 years old without the permission or input from their parents, as we do today, uh, they've accomplished, I think, far more than they even Mm -hmm. hoped to. Yeah. Uh, Just a quick refresher. Maybe we should uh, tweet these out again. Okay. We'll do that. uh, At Pat Unleashed. Unleashed. Yeah. Because it's amazing. When you go over this list, and other than some of the very first about nuclear war and things... um, that have been since. But yeah, you still have overthrow all colonial governments before native populations are ready for self-government, internationalize the Panama Canal, done. Repeal the... All these things yeah. are done. So, They're uh, all done. And we've covered a lot of ground today. A lot of important stuff today. And obviously the communist goals for America are important as well. But uh, I love how you have spent two hours and ignored the biggest news story of the day, Pat. Mm, you caught me. Free pancakes at IHOP. What? That's today today free i mean you why glossed over for two hours free pancakes at ihop today right. what is it international pancake day i don't or something? care what it is it's free pancake at ihop wow day. what are we wasting time here for yes. then so let's just wrap this up and go. all right okay uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three we'll be back and you can use that number tomorrow talk to you then okay. uh keep in mind we already had one bingo winner there could be more uh later this week Maybe even tomorrow. I'm going to get some crepes with my pancakes. I uh, really love the Swedish crepes. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.